And now, broadcasting from their secret hideout, Checkpoint XP presents a show about comic books and superheroes. Robbie Landis, Joe Sloan, The Other Identity. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Majestic Mound. (laughs) Wait, wait. Uh, to the Majestic Mound? That one didn't work. No! No, you know what I was trying to think of? That sounds like a porno title. (laughs) You know what I was trying to think of? What do you what do you call it like like where like rabbits or like like uh, uh, like rodents like dwell like like when they dig something like a tunnel or a hole out like a hovel or no uh, not a hovel what's the what's that word for a, uh, a like, like like a like a den no it's not a den I right. don't know maybe I don't know that you, you know what you have no room to talk you still have yet to suggest anything for this show yeah I'm trying to look up what a rabbit's lair is you haven't to. suggested a single. Thing and yet for this show, I didn't suggest the majestic mound, so I'm calling that a win. You know what? That's I just flubbed a little bit on my vocabulary there. That's all. All right, the secret bungalow. It's still the secret bungalow. I'm of course the great Landis here with my sidekick, who I'd like to kick in the side. Oh, we've Joe got boy. We got Volkai in the chat over at Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP uh, hitting us up with Warren. It is a rabbit's Warren. Okay, well that that's specifically to a rabbit, but like but like other animals like do the same thing. They dig out. Like just like holes burrow. in the ground, burrow. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have worked either. <laughs> the majestic burrow, <laughs> the beautiful burrow. Yeah. No, we'll no. go back to the drawing board with that. We'll, we'll try again next week. Yeah. So, welcome, guys. Welcome into today's episode. Um, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be like a, a, a few weeks ago we did an episode where we talked about uh, like the Harley Quinn mm-hmm. cartoon, uh, the Joker movie, and then uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, uh, maybe being Moon Knight. We did. So, we uh, did. Instead of taking just like one big topic, you know, on days when there's not really a whole lot going on, which by the way, it's New, it's New York Comic Con weekend. It is New York so Comic Con weekend. So hopefully next week. Yeah, we should have some Comic Con stuff to talk about. We got some big stuff yeah, to talk about. Yeah, that'd but, be exciting. Uh, yeah, today I've just kind of gathered a, gathered a few things from around the internet that I'm like, all right, we should probably talk about these. And you didn't tell these me what any of them are. No. So I don't actually know no. what we're talking about. Everything's off the dome right. today. So the first one this is a softball pitch for you. Okay. All right. All right. And that's the good news that uh, everyone around the world rejoiced about, and that is... Oh. That Sony and Disney have come to terms, <laughs> and uh, Spider-Man is staying in the Marvel Cinematic Universe for one more solo film. Yep. Spider-Man 3, which is going to be in 2021. Which yes, is July 2021. Quick turnaround, by the way. Mm, yeah, two years. Le- less, than, less, less than two, two years, years yeah. at this point. Yeah. Uh, I mean, then, I think they had the, I mean, the story concept's already done. Oh, so, sure, yeah. sure. And then uh, after that, he will be in a yet untitled MCU crossover, which the, the heavy rumors are right now going to be new avengers right exactly or, okay. yeah whatever the next big team up film yes. is so yeah. so here's here's the questions we have the first do you think it was a work do you, do you think this was all just planned and they had every intention of coming through with a new deal yes and no i okay. don't think it was a work in the idea of it being like like hey let's get everyone real excited you don't think that sony and disney higher-ups got into a room and they're like hey let's play out over the next no. few months that we're not going to continue our deal no i don't think so i okay. think uh sony said what the hell is marvel gonna do we're gonna play some hardball for an extra percentage point or two on the next movie 
and they got their wish. I, we don't know. I assume, though, that you know a deal was struck, so I think they did get so, the extra money. Who, and Marvel who, just said, what, we're not going to make a billion dollars? So who overall do you think was at fault for the split happening then? I would say... Because Sony, uh, as far as terms go, I think Sony's getting the better end of the deal here. You know, they went up from, yeah. from what, it was 10%? before i think five percent five percent yeah Yeah. now and now they get 25 percent of it they also have to co-finance sure 25 but i think i think absolutely sony play a little hardball knowing marvel would buckle and won i think that's exactly how is how is this a sony win in your eyes because marvel was i think marvel would have continued to want to use spider-man either way right so where was the win here for sony in your eyes because i also extra 20 percent no disney Gets the twenty percent. Oh, is getting I misunderstand then. Yeah, no. Oh. As far as the terms go, Disney's now they're putting more they're, money in, but they're also getting more, more money, money back. Out. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, now I have to think about that. Yeah. Um, oh, I think. You know what? I think Marvel might have won out on that one then do you think the social media pressure got to him? Uh, well, first of all, there's rumors coming out that it was Tom Holland that got to them. That he, that, Wait, yeah, what? yes, no, the rumors are that uh, uh, since the D23 Expo, uh, which he was at, which I think was like the, maybe the week after the, the, the whole big thing happened, so he was probably still going to it regardless, um, was that after that, he was constantly calling Bob Iger and uh, whoever the, the head chairman of Sony is, and was, oh basically, my God. and was basically putting pressure on them, like, like the fans are upset, and you guys are making a big mistake here. Are you telling me that Tom Holland played the mommy, daddy, stop fighting card? Yes, I'm telling you that Tom... Tom Holland is, is the hero we need. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I think we've all believed that Tom Holland is the hero we need yes. for about four years now. It feels like from the moment he started spoiling things, we were all like, this is the, this is him. Yeah, but man, I, I, look, I, I, would, I would love and I didn't even start the timer that I said I was going to start here, uh, but I would love to to be a fly on a wall somewhere to know to know what what happened, happened. because I don't think that that disney was the one who who probably you know was was like we don't want you know blah 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 whatever because if you remember yeah i had it backwards in my head yeah because if you remember sony had said that marvel had broke the deal yep because kevin feige had too much on his plate i never believed to also that, deal though. with that you want to know when i knew it was real bullshit though uh when uh when it was announced last week or maybe two weeks ago that feige is going to be heading up a, a brand new star wars story all right first of all that's exciting <laughs> yeah, and second of all is. correct yeah <laughs> that, that means it's utter bullshit yeah and, uh, and, no i don't i don't think for a second that uh that it was because feige was too busy mm-hmm. uh to be doing that no money was definitely at the heart of it um based on the information that we have or the rumors that we have to go th- go for it uh, what i would say is probably the most likely case if the sony or sorry if disney wanting to go 50 50 was true mm-hmm. then i think sony backing out of it to then be able to talk them down to 25 is probably the most uh, likely scenario so you, do you think then that sony never had any real intention of truly walking away do you think like if marvel hadn't buckled at all sony would have just given in or do you think they'd have helped, stuck to their guns i i don't know i i think that they probably would have stuck to their guns i don't think it would have worked out for them in the long run yeah though um so yeah i mean we'll 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 see what happens going forward um so if you're marvel do you take this opportunity to write spider-man out yes yeah i do too yes. i don't ever want to be put in this position again if i'm if, marvel if you don't if you don't want to write him out then what you need to commit to right now is securing the rights 
fully from Sony for for yeah, in perpetuity. Yes. Perpetu- Perpetuity? whatever it is you yeah. either get them to sign something to where like that's it like, like this is the deal going forward you can have you know 75 percent of a half of whatever the deal is yeah but spider-man stays here now or you just have to go at him and be like what's it gonna cost yeah what's the number everyone's got a number put a number on it yeah i, I mean i could see them going that route for me my, my guess is that they will i think sony is committed to trying to make the spider-man ip work and doing their own stuff with his universe mm-hmm. uh we may get an answer with morbius if Morbius flops, I think there's a decent chance that Sony commits to a long-term deal with Marvel. You want to know what I, what else I hope happens? Uh, Morbius flops. Uh, I hope Venom Two flops. Actually, ooh. Um. So I will say this: I would not be shocked to see Venom Two flop, especially with look. Look, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan of Carnage. I am too. I'm also a big fan of Woody um, Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I am too. But, I am not a but, fan but of him as Carnage. Yeah. What they did to him with his his raggedy Ann wig, no. Yeah, I'd, no. I I don't know. I mean, and don't get me wrong. I I think like if we saw Carnage in a more long term capacity or you know, you know Cletus Cassidy, I don't think he would actually have that haircut. It'd be like one of the first things like he cuts his hair when he gets out of prison. Oh, probably, uh, probably. Okay, that's, yeah. That's I mean, probably I, it'll be a different look. I think we're supposed to see him as kind of like the rundown psychopath at this point. Yeah, but. That aside, you're right. I like Woody Harrelson an awful lot. I like Carnage an awful lot. I don't know that I like Woody Harrelson as Carnage. Yeah, I, it's well, not a great play, I don't we'll, think. Uh, we'll end up seeing what comes of it, but you're right. I think that if both Venom and Morbius underperform, I think that puts Sony in a position where they're like, I think we should just stick with Marvel. I think we, we should got, We got a good thing going because here. Because I, I, as much as I liked Venom, and I did, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it, um, I think what they did with venom in that movie has a a limited amount of entertainment you can only do that so much what if venom underperforms Mm -hmm. and disney offers to do the same thing they did with spider-man we'll we'll take let us you know create the venom movie and we'll share the profits and then it'll be good um i'd be fascinated if if if, if let me bring (laughs) let, let us take the entire uh spider-man yeah character all the everything that comes with it just let, just us, let us do it and let you us get use paid. all of it and we'll and we'll license it from you we'll yeah. pay it from you oh my god the idea of marvel having to license their own character that they licensed Jack. out to sony yeah. that's pretty uh, funny i just i just had this great image in my head where bob Iger actually sends the meme of star lord to uh, uh amy, <laughs> i think amy pascal's herself and they're like loved venom but here's an idea let us do the movie and then maybe it won't be bad <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it'll be good whatever it is all right we love your plant here's the thing it's sucks so let us come with the plan and it won't be bad yeah yeah look guys we'd love to know what you think are you happy that marvel uh has spider-man back in the mcu do you think that it's a smart idea to write him out in whatever the next avengers movie is because uh, if he had like a, a, a honestly a death arc yeah. similar to what tony did you would have this great parallel you know that sort of sort of completes his own tony arc but you have to do it in a way to where it doesn't seem like you're just doing another tony stark but anyway let us know checkpoint xp on twitter and facebook we'd love to hear from you guys thank you guys for joining us for the other identity uh talk show about comic books and comic culture uh joe has gone in today's show completely blind he yes. has no idea what we're talking about as evidenced by that first one where i botched who got the better end of the deal yeah, yeah. that's right uh so uh the next thing that i'd like to talk about is um coming up here very soon in, in, in just a few short days the uh the joker movie is going to be coming out right it is and uh, the last time that we talked about it I, I, I think we've talked about it a few times and i think that we've slowly sort of been hyping ourselves a little bit more and a little bit more towards it right and what it could be what it what it is that it's going to do 
and I've kind of I'm, I'm still going to see it, but I've slid back a little bit based on a few new things that I've that I've learned. Man, is this the case of a movie that would have been well served to bump up their release date by about three weeks? Yes, pro- probably. Um, but you know, after after some comments that the director uh, has made. I feel like if I go in and I enjoy this movie for what it is, I, I, I don't know that that he intended to actually make it deep and like, well, does this make any sense? Am I just speaking kind of gobbledygook Listen, right now? I Here's my thing, man. Um, I think of all of us, I was the most excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. And my enthusiasm for it has dropped significantly yeah. because I can't help but feel like the worst case scenario for this movie is about to play out now. Yes, yes. So um, yeah. the the director. I mean, sorry, said, the second worst case scenario. Worst case scenario was Suicide Squad. Second worst case scenario. Okay. So yeah, the director basically came out and said that the reason that he decided to do to do the Joker movie, uh, uh, he made some comment about how apparently woke culture and, and PC culture has killed comedy. So I don't know. Is, is he trying to show that through? this film now I was literally just talking to nate about this and you know what maybe i'll just go grab him because we were we were going through some of his old filmology i, I don't know if if, this, if world he, culture he, killed comedy i yeah, think he might have killed does, comedy he doesn't have the best track record no, honestly his, his his history uh his history sucks you know yeah. what let me grab nate once yeah second. sure sure go ahead go ahead um but yeah look i i feel like if, if he took this this chance to do this movie and and it's sort of him he basically wants to say, like, you know, uh, you know, the Joker is me and, you know, woke culture or PC culture has made stuff unfunny. And, you know, that's what I'm sort of showing with the Joker. Like, first of all, I think that plays into the whole uh, uh, thing that a lot of people are concerned with that, you know, certain types of people like your uh, your incels might um, might uh, find a bit of a hero in it. Welcome, Nate. Appreciate you uh, coming and sort of hanging out with us here for a little bit. Hello. Welcome into the ma- majestic mound. It's <laughs> whatever we've named this it place. Was, it's still the secret bungalow. Okay. All right. Okay. I was I was trying something. Look, you know what? Joe hasn't came up with a single damn thing for this show. He is the worst. Bungalow. Sidekick. Bungalow. Uh, automatically, I'm thinking like pool boys and stuff. Like you got a lot of pool boys hanging out in here <laughs> that I don't know about. More than we're happy about. Yeah. But less than you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. So uh, actually, Nate, you, you were one of the first people to uh, to come to us with this uh, this comment that the director of the Joker movie uh, made about you know wanting to to basically pivot away from comedy because it's been killed by woke culture what comedy like <laughs> what 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 comedy are we talking about are we talking about the three hangover movies are we talking about uh road trip that shit movie that he made in like 19 you know i'm sorry 2003 Look, I, I i will say that are we talking been- are we talking about like listen here's here's the thing about todd phillips todd phillips has objectively never made a funny movie he has made movies with funny people there in them you go and the cast is what carries the whole film. No one would have seen The Hangover if it had starred, like, I I don't know. Uh, Dennis Leary. And, and Val Kilmer. There, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, no, Perfect. Yup. No one, no one would have seen that. It's at best... It would have been an airplane movie. At best. Yeah, even the only, not even, no. The only reason no. I saw Due Date... 
Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, RDJ. That's it. Uh, yeah. Again, a movie that is objectively carried by the cast in it, not by any of the script or the direction. So I bristle at the fact that Todd Phillips calls himself a comedian or even labels himself in the same stratosphere of a comedian. He's not a comedian. He's a filmmaker. He's a shitty filmmaker at best. And he should probably stick to making junk like the joker this this is like when i talk about david cage (laughs) the same exact thing he's he's a david cage is a hack he should stick to what he does and frankly maybe don't even do that like like uh, here's here's how to kill my interest in a movie over the span of like three weeks talk about how it's a big homage to a movie that i've seen and that i like and then shit your pants and complain about woke culture and pc culture for two weeks leading up to the release of the film and i'm guaranteed to keep my money in my wallet and i'm gonna call you a jackass on twitter oh and by the way his one of his early production like uh uh notes on his imdb was that he was involved with that movie hated it's a movie about gg allen who is objectively the worst person on the planet and every time i find out like every time i find out that there's one of these guys out there who's complaining about woke culture pc culture inevitably they have some sort of worship of gg allen in there which means that they're just trying to be a crappy person on purpose which i think has no value there's a lot of comedians that are uh, you know that that push the edge and try different stuff and they justify it through the joke that they tell running up to the punchline or the bad word i'm fine with edgy material i'm fine with people pushing the the envelope i'm not okay for doing it for no reason yeah. If you have a point, if you have a point that you're trying to drive home through doing it, and there are there are comedians who are masterful at this. George Carlin, Richard Pryor, um, Patton Oswalt. Oh, yeah, you can look uh, more recently. Daniel Tosh is good at Daniel it. Daniel Tosh, Kyle Kinane, um, uh, uh, oh, God, I'm blank. Doug Stanhope, um, even though I hate his podcast, Joe Rogan. All of these guys, like all yeah. of these guys no, do, you know, they justify, they work on their material, they justify their jokes, and they justify any controversial material in their their set through the jokes that they're telling. They don't have to go on Twitter and defend them. And nobody's trying to hold them accountable for that kind of that kind of stuff, that kind of behavior, those kind of jokes. I've seen straw manning recently against like Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle, which is like I I don't believe any of that because I've not met a single person that's been like, yeah, fuck those guys. Like, you know what I mean? Like they've been like, "Eh, okay, a couple of jokes weren't for me, but it was pretty okay. I didn't I didn't care for the recent thing. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. No one's yeah, no one's actually super mad about it. Not that I've talked to anyway, but you know, we started this segment and I literally said, never can I recall a movie that would have benefited more from releasing three weeks earlier. Because literally, 100% right. if this movie comes out at the beginning of September, it has every chance of being a major thing, like a major hit. Oh, yeah. And 
and and man the, have i felt have i have my expectations like yeah the director the director has literally talked me out of it, it well, and, and it's not it's not been any of the kind of ancillary nonsense like oh well you know there there might be shootings at the theater right. or like you know this is a this is problematic like i'm not listening to any of that kind of stuff i'm reading todd phillips's direct statements and going oh I don't like you as a person and I don't want to support and your I creative don't, yeah, endeavors. I absolutely yeah. don't want to go see your film because I think your point of view is fundamentally wrong and corrupt. Well, and uh, one of the other things that uh, I've heard recently that's just sort of compounding that for me, you know, we talked early on, we, one of the very first times we talked about what this movie is going to have to look like in order to achieve what people think that it can. Right. Uh, apparently one of the big sort of plot arcs, one of the big plot twists is he gets rejected or turned down by a woman. And that seems uh, so ham-fisted. And, and, like, the, the Joker has never had any sort of romantic angle or anything. He's had obsessions, you know, with, with Batman. And, I remember and, 8, 1989 Batman. He's got the obsession right. with And girl. what I thought was, in some of these, these trailers, because uh, Robert De Niro plays, like, a late-night show host right. who he seems yeah. to idolize in some way. And I thought which, maybe, is, which is a throwback to the King of right. Comedy. Right, and I thought yeah. that that was, was the relationship that would sort of end up, pu- you know, pushing him over the edge or whatnot. You know, whether that was he meets, his, he meets his hero and exactly. his hero's a dick to him. Exactly. Sort of thing, yeah. the, the, the fact that they found a way... If they have, again, this is just what I've heard and sort of been able to gather from some of the the trailers, that it boils down to him just being rejected by a by a woman by by a potential love interest. Yeah, man. Here's the thing. Oh. I've seen this movie before, and it came out in 1993. It starred Michael Douglas. It was called Falling Down, and it it was a, a at the time the movie was a big deal because it's basically this guy who has a bad day and then goes on a killing spree. Oh, okay, uh, okay, that, that right? does sound right. like a killing yep. joke. Yeah, and and you remove the face paint, and that's really all we're left with is is a movie that was made you know uh, close to 20 years ago now and again this comes back to the uh, to to what i'm saying like todd todd phillips is such a hack that he's he's ripping off two great movies simultaneously and the problem with falling down was that it it didn't really have an emotional heart it was one of those things that sort of like um natural born killers was just kind of caught up in the spectacle of it yeah and because it came out in 1993 you know people were people didn't think about like the consequences Mm. of of kind of depicting this kind of stuff and and as a result like you know falling down for as great of a movie as it can be is now never mentioned anywhere yeah, as evidence of the fact that most people have not heard of it no, no most my, people have not include, heard of it included and it, and the thing is is that this you know like it, this was a huge movie when it came out so i i i get way more vibes of falling down and i think that it, ultimately the joker will kind of live up to that legacy of falling down where it'll it'll get talked about immediately around its release yeah and then no one will ever talk about it oh ever good again. just you know like most dc movies yeah. <laughs> well that would be about right but i mean it goes back to what we've talked about since the first time we mentioned this movie is the penultimate problem of trying to tell the joker's origin story as soon as you know where he comes from he's significantly less interesting uh and now we and we talked about of course you know the one of the first times we talked about this the, what they could do to kind of alleviate that problem and how they could you know make the mm-hmm. story kind of interesting having him chasing a girl is not it 
That's not the answer. No. 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 No, that wasn't it. Yeah. Uh, well, Nate, I'm glad you came in here to give us your opinion on this. Uh, you are welcome to stick around for this uh, this next little segment here. Uh, but uh, for those of you at home listening, we need to know, what do you think of the Joker? Are you excited? Are you heading out to see it? I, myself, will be seeing it Sunday. So uh, I'll let you know next episode Same. what I thought here. Uh, but uh, stick around, guys. We're going to be right back. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for listening to The Other Identity. Uh, if you happen to listen to us on the podcast, you know you can always catch us live over at twitch.tv slash CheckpointXP. Thursdays at about 3 p.m. is what we aim for. So uh, the other weekend, guys, I was out of town. Went to Philadelphia for the Overwatch Were. League Grand Finals. And um, the flight wasn't long enough to watch most movies. So I had to pick a movie that I watched How long is that half of it. About an hour, usually an hour and a half, okay. but it's about an hour flight. So. Right. I picked a movie to watch on the way there and then finished it up on the way back. And that was uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix. Oh, you poor bastard. Yeah. No, and, and, Robbie. Um, you know, it, it, it's funny because when I decided to watch that, it was actually so that I could uh, throw a Twitter insult that our good friend uh, Ben Morris, we had on a few episodes ago, oh, because yeah. the 2003 Daredevil was on there as well. So, you know, I tweeted him. And I'm like, hey, you know, I could have watched Daredevil, but instead I watched Dark Phoenix. All right, hold up. I'm, I'm, my brain is having trouble processing the decision of like, do I watch daredevil or dark phoenix daredevil would have been better man it's like do i swallow razor blades or salt like, yeah daredevil, exactly neither either both gonna be awful and probably gonna but, kill you but here's yeah the, but here's like one in, in a particular order they're gonna be really really bad <laughs> oh yeah you wouldn't watch them back to back that's like watching electra afterwards here's the defense that daredevil has at the time that it came out what other superhero movies were better than that right that's kind of what you expected out of a superhero <laughs> movie at the time. Uh, the only uh, ones better than that were X-Men, right? Batman. The, 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 yeah, the original was, Batman flicks. Two Batman mm-hmm. movies and an X-Men movie that were better than that, I would say. Yeah, I'd say that's probably true. Like, the first X-Men wasn't a masterpiece, but it was better it was than good. Daredevil. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but that was, I think, what we expected from like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, you didn't expect a masterpiece. Right. That said, Dark you Phoenix, really didn't get one. Dark Phoenix felt like it should have been made in like 2001. Ooh. That's from that's the problem from the, from the writing. But that's to the, the problem with all of the X Men movies is that like when you see them, you're like, oh, that was I guess okay. First but then class you, was great. But then, but, but like it's only okay if it was like 2006, right? Like X Men Apocalypse or whatever. Oh, that was bad, right? Like I think that was bad in any year. Olivia Munn didn't even save that one. It, it was horrible all around, and and. Just like the effects are have been so bad, uh, even first class beast looked objectively stupid. Okay, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure how you do a good beast though. Has beast ever looked good in a movie? I no, I don't know when. Uh, what, what Brendan Fraser? No, not Brendan. No, the, the no, no, no. It was uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, that was better. Yeah, comparative. But but it, but you he still didn't looked look, at him. He didn't look like, like he had donned a fursuit, for Christ's sake. Actually, I think he might have. No, it was at least it was digital, so it looked like digital hell. Um, but it didn't. Was it oh my god, the f- beast in the 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 reboot X Men, like he just looks like he's in a big blue fursuit. Well, yeah. which which is why they gave him the power to be able to transform out of it. Oh. That, that's a thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. He can transform back and forth. It, it, I think it was in, uh, I think it might have been in first class. He, he or whatever came after that, he had developed a serum that allowed him to I think that was Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, to switch back into his human Yeah, form. I remember that now that I think about it. Yeah. Ugh. You know, there's a lot of blue people in that. Like, out of all the mutants, if you're not just a normal person, 
you're either beast mystique or nightcrawler, or nightcrawler. <laughs> yeah you're not wrong yeah, yeah. that's fair can so, i tell you something days of future past i think if you'd went back and showed that in the 40s they'd be like ah, i don't know about that <laughs> so the question i have for you guys worst comic book movie you've seen because for me dark phoenix takes it dark phoenix is the worst <sighs> comic i would watch i would watch suicide squad over dark phoenix yeah see that that's the trick is there's a lot of really bad comic book movies that i've seen i mean there's that fantastic four movie batman and robin there's batman and robin oh my god there's all the fantastic four movies <laughs> yeah, yeah really. you can take see, your pick really again the first two fantastic four movies from when they were made was like someone who doesn't know comic books just picked up a comic book and goes all right let's just put this on the screen there was Catwoman was with halle berry oh my god there was but at least you're looking at halle berry yeah, that's fair. Okay. I guess I'll give Electra a pass on that one, too. Exactly. Yeah. See? Jennifer yeah. Garner's not that good looking. Yeah. She was good enough in that movie. Uh, um, nah. Yeah. You know what? For me, it might be Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse really? might be the worst one I've seen. Because I didn't see Dark Phoenix. Uh-huh. Oh, I did see Fantastic Four, though. Man, that movie sucks. Okay. Here's how you deal with Fantastic Four. Okay. You don't treat it like a Fantastic Four movie. Because uh, uh, what was uh, uh, Trask or, or, or Trank, whatever the guy, the, the, yeah. the, the director who made it, right? He was actually in an interview where he said, I don't even care about the Fantastic Four movie. I just saw this as a, as a great chance to make some other movie, some other sci-fi thing that he wanted to oh, do. wait a minute. Sorry. Green Lantern's mine. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I oh a See movie it. that I hated all the more because it has Ryan Reynolds in it I, and it's still bad. I actually I, I see because I didn't see it. Like my 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 knowledge in 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 bad comic book in movies. bad comic book movies is very limited. Uh, I think I got to go with Spider Man Three because I did just Whoa. watch that not just not that long ago and boy that really was that was a stinker. When I was at a bar in Philly, uh, they were actually showing uh the the first Spider Man uh, was just up on a TV there yeah. you know some some station. And man, the special effects were bad. Bad. Oh, then. it was really bad. The other, yeah, oh, long ago. There's, there's one point where Spider-Man's leg actually goes really close to, or uh, his head goes really close to going up his ass. <laughs> When like, he's like, like swinging he, or whatever? No, no. It's when he lands, it's like his head goes so far between his knees that it's like, oh, is it going to go all the way up his anus? Wow. I don't know. Ooh, wow. Volkai's pointing out in the chat X3. Because X three is pretty horrifically bad too. No, you know what? I I will I will take X three over Dark Phoenix because at least the script. If you would have just showed me the script to it, yeah, I'd have been like, this could work. There's there's, this a, there's could potential work. here. Right. Yeah. The, the, what was X three? What was the that, that was the Phoenix one? The, that was yeah. it. That was the first Phoenix saga. Because like like the Where whole Magneto moves a bridge. <laughs> No, sorry, Phoenix moves the bridge. Uh, no, Magneto uh, does. I think it's Magneto. Yeah. But like the whole scene, you know, near the end, like the whole culmination of like Wolverine being the only one who can get close enough to her to have to kill her. Like that, yeah. on paper. That's a good moment. Wait a minute. No, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, that oh, movie is really bad. That too. one was so bad. Because it killed Gambit. <laughs> we don't speak of that. It killed Gambit. It sewed Deadpool's mouth shut. Yeah, no, I think that's got to be, that has to be the worst. Uh, I think because they that got, Dark not Phoenix, only man. was it an objectively bad movie from thir- frame one to the very last frame, yeah. but also they got every character in it so dreadfully, painfully wrong. Not the blob. <laughs> the blob was fine. Yeah. Holy shit, the blob was in <laughs> yes, that movie. He was. <laughs> you know what? Here's it's a tough call between Origins and Green Lantern for me because they are both horrific. When, when it comes down to the worst of the worst, it's really a game of inches, right? 
Yeah, there is, I, we there are, is absolutely are nothing, nothing remarkable or nothing about Dark Phoenix that I can say I liked one iota, right? X-Men Origins at least led to great jokes later in the good Deadpool, right? Green Lantern had Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, so, like, you, I mean, you can I guess find we, little tiny Yeah, I guess Green it. Lantern gave us the bit where Ryan Reynolds murders himself in Deadpool 2. I guess we get that bit yeah. out of it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if inside g- jokes don't count. <laughs> what are you talking about? When you have to find something, yeah. They do. The problem is, yeah, we're talking about a game of inch at this point. You're comparing like diarrhea with vomit at this <laughs> point. They're both awful, but. I mean, one of them might mean you ate a decent meal and it just didn't work out for you. Yeah, I don't. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a whole lot of bad. It's um, just a whole lot of bad, man. You know, there's a Fantastic Four movie from the 80s that was really weird. When Disney Plus comes out, we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Oh, yeah. We are talking about the 1979 Spider-Woman series, whatever we, that is. Can we do an episode about Gargoyles? I want to rewatch sure. that. I want to have a reason to rewatch yeah. that. You know, we, we were talking about Spider-Man 3 a moment ago. We re- went back and rewatched that trilogy, the whole thing in our household. Ugh. You know what? Spider-Man 2 is actually really good. Okay. I, I, like, go, watching it on a second time through, I'm like, there's some cheesiness because of the year that it came out, but yeah, I really like Spider-Man 2. 1 and 3 are, well, 3 is really bad. 1 was at least watchable. It had, you know, I almost said Norm MacDonald. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Norman Osborn. <laughs> I wish that Norm, yeah. Norm McDonald yeah, you, had played you, Norman Osborn. You, you get to watch uh, Willem Dafoe chew scenery in the first one. I mean, come oh, on. You do. God, do, Willem Dafoe Just, just doing his best Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Right. No, he's being... He's, he's, he's at his Dafoeist. <laughs> there you go. Dafoeism, for sure. Well, guys, that's going to be it for us here today. Nate, thank you once again for uh, for coming on kind of out of nowhere to uh-huh. uh, to talk with us a little bit. We appreciate it, guys. Uh, remember, next week, you're probably going to be looking forward to some great New York Comic Con announcements, guys. So make sure that you are back here with us Thursday at 3 p.m. But that's going to be it for us here at the Secret Bungalow. Joe, take us away. Will Venom 2 suck? Should Sony let Disney make it good? Tune in next time. Same Twitch time. Tune in next time. Same Twitch time. Same Twitch channel. I'm keeping that in just yeah, because it shows that. you how terrible of a sidekick you are. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs>